Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm a sovereign man, and I'm so brilliant. I got the south in my blood. And I'm gonna be I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna be my funeral song, Southern Man song. Dennis Henderson, what a man, outstanding. Welcome back into Trot's Talk on your Sunday morning, Matt Mark. I'm filling in for Greg O'Connor and Mick Guerin. With thanks to Harness Racing New Zealand, who partner up here with the SENZ team to bring you Trot's Talk each week. Into the Southern Mad segment, time to really knuckle down and try and find some winners for you today at Addington, where it is Diamond Racing Stables Day. We're continuing this run of stables around the Canterbury region, getting behind race meetings and sponsoring a day. And today's the turn of Diamond Racing, Robert and Jenna Dunn, and of course John Dunn out there at Woodham Beach and up in Auckland. And one person who I thought could start the day on the right fashion for punters out there is Kyle Cameron. He's got three runners from his team engaged today starting off with the favourite in the first of the day and Brett's mate a very good morning to you Kyle how are we? Yeah good thanks Matt um, I'm yeah, just travelling in there in the drizzle but hopefully uh, a little more clearer for lucky but uh, yeah no all well Excellent. Now, one of the reasons that I did actually want to uh, get you on when I was looking through earlier in the week was that you had what I thought was a very nice maiden in called Vanderbilt. And before we hook into your team today, I understand Vanderbilt might have been sold during the week. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he was trialled in Vita during the week and he's um, going to WA, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, yeah, really nice horse and, and disappointing to lose him. But um, money in the bank um, is the safe option. Uh, that's, that's what we've done there. Money definitely rules. Leaves you with a team of three today, Kyle, and we kick off in uh, four, the first actually. of the four. Oh, I've missed one. Yep. We'll yep. run through them yep. and we'll see which one I've missed. <laughs> but we'll kick things off yep. in race number one with Brett's mate, an informed maiden trotters, had three starts for two placings and a fourth. Looks to be knocking on the door of a maiden success. How's he come through that last run and where are the confidence levels at going into today? Uh, yeah, pretty confident. He's, he's quite a nice uh, mannered horse, so one shouldn't be too much trouble. Um, just last week, uh, they sort of run the bend pretty hard, and he just didn't trot 100 around the last bend, but as soon as he hit the straight, he was good as gold and, and, and got home good. I'm sort of expecting, uh, being a Sunday field, they possibly won't run that bend quite so hard, um, and he's, he's pretty genuine, so I think he'd be a pretty good chance. Is he a horse that can do anything in his races, Cole? Is he is he better coming off the speed, uh, or would you like to be on the top end? He, or he's just got a little bit of a good glitch in his gait. He could just touch a little bit of behind, and um, it's it's more a case of just when he's trotting good, you can go, and when when you you can't, when he's not. But um, he's um, I think he's building to being able to do work in his run. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's it's just the way they've been. We've sort of lobbed nice enough spots, and um, uh, haven't needed to do any work. So. I think I think off the draw he'll probably get himself in a pretty good spot again. To be honest, I, I don't know that he'll be needing to be doing work today either. Really excellent. He's four dollars into two dollars twenty, and I only had to scroll down one finger roll to find your other runner that I had missed. It's in the same race, number six, Opawa Peak. Tim Williams in the bike, encouraging run last time. A sixth just looked like the run of an improver. 
Yeah, yeah, that was sort of uh, he, he galloped off the gate his first start back and um, backed up the same weekend, and so it was virtually his first up run. And I probably got a little bit eager and uh, was three wide around the last bend when I probably should have been hugging the rails. He would have finished a bit closer. I think he'll improve off that run. He's sort of working as good as the other fella. Um, I, I'd expect him to, you know, I think if he if he trots off the mark, he trotted off the mark beautifully first first go at it last start, but then they had a false start and he missed away. I think if he trots off the mark, he could be first fours. Excellent. He's 480 a place at the moment, so uh, maybe one for the multiples, trifectas, first fours, etc. Then you go to race four, Kyle, a new runner to your stable, purchased off Gavel House, I think, in Love Potion from the Tony Hurley stable. What can you tell us about this runner? Um, yeah, I, I uh, uh, she was purchased off Gavel House. I just found out afterwards when uh, she arrived yeah, uh, off the truck, and she's a huge big lump of a horse. Um, she's... Um, I'll be honest, she's had a couple of trials, and she's okay, uh, but we're sort of getting two and three horse trials, and, and it just looked a nice first option, 2,000 metre stand today, so uh, whatever she does today, she'll improve off. Um, I, I'd just like to be putting a clear round in, uh, and if we could be running on, that'd be great. Um, that'd be that'd be a pass mark for today, to be honest. So that's Love Potion in race number four, maybe one to keep an eye on in the coming weeks and months. You then go to race seven where I thought you actually had a really, really strong chance here in number 11, Style Council, who's been running some really, really good races of late and looks like it falls into a race that could be within the wheelhouse today. Yeah, yeah. His, his last start effort, he was a little bit flat on the journey, to be honest, but um, I wasn't going to back him up this week, but but it was uh, a significant drop back for him, and the 2,000 metre stand does sort of suit. Um, so I think he's a live chance. One, the second row, we're lap of the gods early, how far back we get, to be honest. But um, I think um, I haven't done too much with him this week just to freshen him a little. And, um, yeah, I, I think he's definitely um, a good place chance anyway. He follows out noted stand start beginner in Kennedy from the Sue Blake stable, so might not be, get a bad run through there. Is he a sort of horse that you know you, you want to tuck up and sort of let have one go at them? Yeah, yeah, I think from there that wouldn't be the worst. Like you say, Kennedy can get out, so if, if we um, can just hold the back of him even or, or not too far back, I think um, he's a tough little bugger. He'll he'll uh, yeah he'll be running on anyway. Excellent. Might be a bit of a moot question considering the price it's at, but Brett's mate, the best of your chances today? Yeah, you'd have to think so, yeah. Excellent. Hey, thanks very much for joining us on Trot's Talk this morning, Kyle. All the best with your team today, the three and the one that I did forget. Hopefully we'll see you in the winner's circle after race number one. Thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for that, Matt. Kyle Cameron has a really strong chance to kick off the day in Brett's mate in race number one. It's into $2.20. One man who is low-flying at the moment is Carter Dalgetty. Currently sits second on the Junior Drivers Premiership with 26 wins on the board, second only to the high-flying Sarah O'Reilly. 60 wins for his career. The 60th of them came on Friday night when he piloted Sweet Coco to three from three since it joined the stable of his parents, Green and Chrissy Dalgetty. Carter's on the line now. Very good morning to you, Carter. How are we on this Sunday morning? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, pretty good, thanks. A bit wet here in Canterbury, but can't complain in winter. You would have caught that All Blacks game this morning, being the rugby buff you are. What were you, what were your thoughts? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I liked um, seeing sort of a new shape up of the team, a few players in different positions. It was yeah, it was great. 
Excellent. We're not here to talk rugby. We're here to talk racing. Two drives for you today. But before we get to them, I just want to touch on Sweet Coco because she's been an inspired buyer into your stable by Michael Boots as part of Boots Racing. Three wins on end and there's still a bit to learn, but gee, she was good on Friday night. Yeah, for sure. We were actually lucky to pick her up. Um, she was spotted out by um, a good agent, Matthew Peden, at the trials and we we liked her and decided to buy her. So, yeah, she. I will say she's probably exceeded our expectations, um, what she's done so far, but even the bottom hasn't been found yet, so she'll um, make her way to the, the better Phillies races in the middle and the end of this year. Was that one on Friday night as easy as it looked, apart from the wee driving issues halfway up the straight when she wanted to sort of run around on you? Yeah, it was. Um, she's sort of done that in her, all of her three starts with us. It's probably a little bit worse last Friday, but... Yeah, she every time she comes in, she just recovers so good and, and hardly blows a match out. So, yeah, you're right. It was the easy as it looked. Two drives for you today at Addington. You've obviously done something to annoy the man in charge of the... or the man or the lady in charge of the barrier draws because you've got the outside of the second row in both of them. Kick off in race number six, the junior drivers event. You drive Sophia Bromack for Mark Smolenski, a horse that you have driven before. A good last start winner with Zachary Butcher in the bike at Addington. Seems like the sort of horse that could pop up here and give them a bit of a fright. What do you think? Yeah, she really deserved her win last start. She's always honest and gives her best. And I think her draw today actually really suits her. And you know what junior driver race is like, anything can happen. So, yeah, I'll give her a good chance because she's always trying. The one thing that, that does work in her favour is she is such a good follower of speed. And as you say, the junior driver races tend to be run at a pretty solid tempo. But she has shown in the past that she can sustain that speed for a while. So is it a case of just weighing up the options, you know, down the back straight and see where things are at and then look to move from there? Yeah, that's exactly it, um, as you say. Um, it could be fireworks being a junior race or it can be the complete opposite and nobody moves. So that's what i just got to make my mind up out there and, she gives me a bit of confidence. She can do a bit too because it's not a really power-packed field. So, yeah, good chance. $12, $3.20. I thought Sophia Bromack was excellent each-way value. Your other drives in the last of the day, Carter, and had it drawn the front line, I think it would have been one of the best bets of the day, Glenthorne. I still think he's massive over the odds. He's 10s and $3. His run last Friday night for third I thought was excellent. How did you assess that run? And do you think he can win that last race today? Yeah, he's such a tough horse, this Glenthorn. Um, you can actually drive him a little bit ugly and he can still go really good. As you said, her front line draw is his go. But, um, yeah, from from the second row, it's going to be really tough. Would you... you saying that you can drive him a little bit tough, though, but if they back off at some point, you wouldn't be afraid to get around them and get outside the leader, would you? Yeah, 100%. He's raced a lot better fields than this, so... That does give me the confidence to put him into the race at some point, and I know he can sustain, sustain a strong tempo for a long time, so yeah, he's a nice horse to drive. You must be wrapped with the way things are going in the sulky Carter. 60 wins on the board, 26 for the season. Great strike rate. You know, you're picking up a winner or two most weeks, uh, particularly on those Friday nights at Eddington. Uh, yeah, you must you know pinch yourself at times to think uh, this is a pretty incredible start to your driving career. Yeah, I definitely do. It's it's definitely been a great start to the, to the driving career and um, just having a lot of fun out there trying to give every horse a chance and everything else seems to fall into place.
Are you a goal setter? You, you, 26 wins on the board, as we've said, for the season. Is there a mark you want to get to? Or are you just happy to take things as they come week by week? Uh, probably a bit of both. I definitely, I'll probably set long-term goals um, rather than sort of wins in a season. But, yeah, it's, it's been a great start so far. And if I can keep um, trying to stay up there in the junior driver premiership, I'll be happy. Excellent. Carter, thank you very much for joining us on Trot's Talk this morning. Good luck with your two chances, who I think are both great each-way hopes today in Sophia Bromack and Glenthorne. And keep up the good work, and looking forward to seeing you drive more and more winners as the weeks and months go by. So thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Matthew. Always a pleasure. Carter Dalgetty, one of the inform men in the sulky at the moment, driving winners frequently, doing a fantastic job. That's our Southern Man segment for this week.